This conference tournament preview edition of Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now offering a weekend basketball bonus. Place four $50 basketball bets, and regardless of outcome, you'll get a free $50 bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hey, this is Pac-Man Jones. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome to the Sports Gambling Podcast. I am Sean, stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Yes, sir. As a fellow OG yes, of the Big East, shout out to Pac-Man Jones. We were both there when shit was real. Yes, keeping it real as we always do. Talking college basketball. Joining us in studio, Colby Dan, aka the Dan to base. What's up, Colby? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we are in part seven of the conference tournament previews. A preview in every conference tournament, even though Colby didn't want to touch on the big sky. We got to that last night. Big, that was the big West. Big sky was all uh, about. Big West. Colby was trying to sandbag oh. the big West. Your little CSUN shit. I want to I want to know part uh, of. I when I bet it, they were up to six points. Let's go. Uh this episode we're talking Pac 12. The swack, Big East, the Miac. Oh man, this is a—it's uh, just a perfect time to be alive, to be betting on college basketball. And we got breaking news uh, in the National Football League, which always we have to check in on. Aaron Rodgers. Wait, this isn't a real man of DJN. <laughs> the man of the cloth heads to the state where <laughs> sports gambling is legal. A coincidence? Marijuana is legal. Mister Unlimited taking it to another level <laughs> in Colorado. So yes, Russell Wilson has been traded to the Denver Broncos. That uh, and we just did the next quarterback odds podcast. Thankfully, we did it when we did it, Ryan, because. We would have waited a couple of days. It would have been um, moot, but yeah. uh, you know we hit on we hit on uh, Aaron Rodgers sticking with the Green Bay Packers again. He he could have got that money with all the uh, without all the drama, but of course. Well, Pat. I mean, I don't know if you saw this, but like close personal friend of Aaron Rodgers, Pat McAfee, pointing out that the reports are false. So I don't know if maybe there's a bigger bag has been dropped. Oh, I, I think it was just on the dollar amount. Okay, yeah, not not necessarily. So we're just nitpicking then. Yes, so, but I mean, pulling up, we just discussed this. Uh, Broncos were seven to one for Russell Wilson. Why so, would they trade him? I don't understand. I don't understand it. Like it, it makes no sense. I think they're just saying let's completely blow it up. And they found John Elway, who's willing to give them everything, right? Like we've yeah, all we seen. Haven't even, we haven't even figured out what the compensation is yet. Uh, it's gonna be crazy, right? I, I think this is the classic case of the dude walking around the neighborhood from "Don't Be a Menace" to South Central with the cheeseburgers. Do they remember life before Russell Wilson? It was Tavares Jackson, rest in peace. <laughs> it was uh, who was it? Matt Flynn? Didn't they have? Matt Flynn for a little yeah. bit. Um, uh, th- this is just now Drew Locke. Welcome silly. to Seattle, Drew Locke. Absolutely, uh, the trade is also pending a physical and Wilson's approval. What the well, hell's going again, on there? And clearly, uh, he signed off on it. Well, they have they, they have receivers all over the place. They have running back. This is the team to go to, right? Like the it's pretty clear the Giants and the Broncos in terms of skill positions. <laughs> those were the destinations <laughs> for Russell Wilson. So uh, good to see that the I'm sure Seattle got fleeced. Joe Shane wasn't going to get fleeced by Pete Carroll, but uh, John Elway was he willing to give well, you the and cheese? They weren't, uh, and, and again, cheeseburgers. You know, Ru- Russell Wilson, uh, as Colby and I have been discussing, Russell Wilson 
and certain color of skin they don't allow you to play quarterback in, oh, in New York. York. Right? That yes. was wow. dude, that was never Wait, even. Did you on not the... watch Josh Johnson yeah. play last season? You guys don't even watch football. You're with Colby now. You're right. they they the Giants went out and successfully found a guy with the last name Jones that was white. Oh my god! Here we go. Well, and Colby, if you'll recall. Um, ben McAdoo, who was kind of ahead of his time, wanted uh, Eli Manning bench, brought in Geno Smith. Smith. He I, played one game, and the and management they, shut it down. They're like, "We don't, <laughs> we don't allow that." It your was, your the, arguments the, are hard. The decision to bench Geno Smith again was clearly um, race based. All right, let's get to it. We're here talking college hoops. Double session today. Double session yesterday. We're doubling it up. And why not, man? So many games, so many conference tournaments. We're taping this on what is today? It's a Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> I, I don't even know anymore. Win bet. All users can receive a $10 free bet when they win, lose, or push a $20 four leg parlay on basketball between Monday and Thursday. And for the big dogs on the weekend, users get a $50 free bet when they win, lose, or push four $50 bets on Saturday. So again, or Sunday, you're you're gonna be loading up so many good conference tournament games. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet, and of course, for true DGens only, the casino. New WinBet casino customers offering a 100% deposit match up to $1,000. So good, so good. Make sure you check out WinBet.com or download the WinBetting app. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know is a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Sorry, Sean. I had to take this for the both of us. You're so uh, pent up and wound tight with those disclaimers. I feel bad. I feel bad that we have to say that every time. I feel like it's uh we're we're losing miles off the Sean Green voice every time we got to <laughs> rattle that bad boy off. All well, right. I'm not, you know, there's no uh, scheduled rest days here on the Sports Gambling Podcast. We're not the NBA. Shout out to You're Cousin not, Mush in the YouTube chat. Well, we're fired up. I was gonna say he's bringing up a maybe a future character on the show, Uncle Money, related oh, to Cousin yeah. Mush, who lot lots of uh, controversy dog. there. Uh, he's a dog. He is a dog. Are, are we ready? Let's talk Pac-12 basketball. Exciting the, conference tournament. Yeah, and and, and the, like you were saying, we're not taking uh, off-season content breaks uh, like many of the industry are right now. <laughs> Pac-12, we're we're giving the West Coast some love, putting them up first. No, it's just it's a chronological order. Don't don't get excited. Stanford, the nine seed. Arizona State, the eight seed. Noon on Wednesday, March. 9th. I feel like we've been talking about games starting Wednesday, March 9th for a long time, and we still have two episodes <laughs> to go. Arizona State laying three and a half. These numbers are available in the wild. A- a- anything you want to you want to talk about here? I mean, what, what's there? What's there to like uh, with this Stanford team? Because again, I I try so hard to be contrarian and chalky, and yet here I am looking at a favorite that I like. Well, early in the year they were playing decent ball, but Arizona State got healthy. I remember making the case to this. I want to say to you, Kramer, in the in like throughout the season that Bobby Hurley, although. I know. I'm you know, at- he probably deserves to be fired based off record. He's had bad, bad yep. luck, in my opinion. Like last year, well, talent—they uh, have talent. They had injuries. They had COVID situations. I think last year they 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 I, I, they went like three months with having a different starting five every game. Uh, same situation kind of happened beginning of the year here in, in Tempe again. They've been red hot though down the stretch. They've won seven of their last ten, including four in a row. Give me the Sun Devils. Yeah, 21st in the nation defensively, uh, Arizona State. Uh, not good on the offensive side of the ball, but they play good three point defense. Sanford turns the ball over more than anyone else in the conference. That's going to give you extra possessions. And they're bottom decent, 10 in the nation. In decent rebounding team, but they've lost five straight. I think this number's a little short. So, yeah, I'm with you, Colby. Arizona State minus three and a half. Let's go. Well, that that would be the county or counter argument, right? Like Arizona State can't score that well. Stanford's uh, rebounding on both sides w- w- should be enough, but I, I'm I'm I think defense is enough here. Stanford trash. Where Roddy Richards agree. in the uh, in the Twitch chat saying Colorado's going to pull an Oregon State and win the whole damn thing. Wow. Okay. Speaking of Oregon State, uh, and again Arizona State Stanford, the winner will take on the one seed Arizona in the second round. Uh, Pac-12 does more of a conventional tournament uh, with uh, play one full round of playing games. All right, the 5-12 matchup we all love: 
Oregon, Oregon State. We got a little rivalry here. Two thirty on the West Coast, March 9th, Wednesday. Oregon, a huge number here, laying eleven for the right to take on the Civil the War. Mentioned Colorado, four seed. I mean, you got to take Oregon State, right? This scares me that uh, that Ryan likes Oregon State, uh-oh, but uh-oh. I mean, they haven't won a game in 2022, but they put a ton of points up in the paint. Uh, not a great defense, but again, this is their Super Bowl, right? Like this is. Oh, watch Sean with the Super Bowl crown. I, I, I mean, mean, it's they're certainly gonna, a they're going to be game. up so much for this game. Uh, Oregon only beat them by two in Beaverton, so I I like Oregon State to hang here. Eleven seems seems way too high. This game could get away from them because I do I do like Oregon overall uh, as a team. Not as good a, at the three point line, Oregon, as they have been historically. Um, and not great rebounding and they're coming in a little cool, but I they'll get up for this game as well. But I think Oregon state's going to keep it close. I'm with you. I mean, look, the, the time they didn't play in Eugene, it was a two point game. Yeah. This is not being played in Eugene guys. Give me the beavers horribly distracting court. Yeah. I mean, uh, but uh, can I, let me, let's talk about, I mean, doesn't Oregon need to win a couple games? They've been in? one of the biggest disappointments in college basketball. Are they year. in like, what do no. they have to do to get in? Dude, they're far out right now. They just lost two games in a row to Washington, so, Washington state. So are they, is this like, they got to win the whole they tournament. Got, they got to win uh, or win the, uh, you know, they, they, they could get to the tournament if they beat the right teams. Yeah. Give me the points. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking it up right now. It looks like the pac 12 has what three teams in securely. And then it's a, uh, Oregon and Colorado on the outside. Yeah. And Washington state actually is one of those teams as well. All right. All taking the dog. Ooh, that, that Nick fortune saying I got beaver fever. Let's go Oregon state. I was going to say most, oh. uh, most trips to Beaverton are judged on the pass fail criteria. So <laughs> I, I don't know if we care about the two points. All right. California, the 10 seed Washington state, the seven seed wazoo G- go Cougs. 6 PM on Wednesday. This Washington State team has come uh, to life this season. I, I I don't know if I was a big uh, Cougs basketball fan before. Of course, Coach Leach brought us up there, made us fall in love with the great town of Pullman. Colby fell in love with a Cougar in Cougarton, <laughs> uh, so that was pretty at awesome. The at the Coug, it, it was it was lit- closest thing I've ever seen to a singularity in the universe universe collapsing upon itself. I'm back to chalk myself, but I'm curious what Colby's going to say. It's tough to make a a case for Cal worst three point shooting team in the pac 12. One of the worst teams in the country at forcing turnovers. Um, Meanwhile, Washington state forces a ton of turnovers, most in the pac 12 and they won both meetings with Cal this year. Granted the, they were both a while ago. The most recent one was a, a full month ago. Maybe, maybe Cal covers, but I'm still going Washington state. I'm I'm on I'm on uh, the Golden Bears of Cal. Wazoo's not the same team when they leave Pullman. If you look last time they left Pullman, they needed overtime to beat Oregon State in the game prior to that. They lost the Apple Cup on the hardwood in Seattle. Uh yeah, but this is a like you could legitimately argue that they if, if they can win this game and put up a fight against UCLA, like if they beat UCLA, that might be they're in the tourney. You know what I mean? Like I feel like this Washington State team is pretty close. And I, I love that motivation over a Cal team that doesn't have like California. Yes, Cal can win and, and they'll get in, but that's just let's let's be realistic. Their get, offense is trash. You got to go all the way to January eighth <laughs> for them to have a a impressive road win, and that was in Salt Lake City against Utah. But what's Cal done? Well, well look, that last me. time they played at Cal, uh, it was a four point game. Okay, so I I, I like so Cal uh, lost only by four at home. You're excited no one about goes, that. No one goes to the Cal games. Are you, hippies you doing acid. Same situation here. Well, I don't understand. This is a weird allegiance to Cal. Colby must have had a good night in uh, Berkeley one time. That's what's going on <laughs> here. I can uh, see the twinkle in his eyes. Only good nights happen in, in Berkeley, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of you know, a lot so, of except if you forget your mask. Shout out um, to uh, uh, Dan O'Carter <laughs> checking in on the uh, the Facebook chat. Notre Dame fan Blake Wesley taking us to the Final Four. I did have a did give out Notre Dame nine to one. Okay, on the ACC, loving uh, it. Check check that out. Check that podcast out. <laughs> just all a, over just Notre Dame. Appealing to the, like a politician, just appealing to the fans. All right, <laughs> eight thirty p.m. All four games on Wednesday. Shout out to the Pac twelve. Utah, the eleven seed. The Huskies of Washington, the six seed. It's a pick 'em. Colby, 
this this obviously the spread is uh, interesting to say the least. Are you surprised it's this close? I I actually don't like yeah, not really because both teams I understand why it's a the pick. aesthetics of it though. Like for the public for for the public to starting to be like, you know, everyone's got betting accounts, everyone, you know, hopefully had a good football season. Uh, maybe they took a couple of weeks off to relax their their mental health and take you know take a break from doing content and making bets. Washington's a but team. maybe they come back now and they're like, holy crap, I can get an eleven six matchup and and it's a pick them. What are we doing here? I mean, I think the hard part is. I mean, Washington's been unpredictable all year. They lost to Northern Illinois, who's terrible in the MAC. They lost to Winthrop. They lost to Nevada, who's not great in the uh, Mountain West. They lost to Utah Valley by sixteen. I mean, one of these games went to double overtime, and obviously it's going to be a good matchup, probably a good game that the line reflects that. Why not take the team that's better at shooting free throws? Utah second in uh, the Pac-12, seventy-six point four percent on the uh, at the line. So, gun to my head, and this is how we pick these uh, games with guns to our head. I'm going Utah. <laughs> Give me Utah as a pick. I'm going to go Washington just because I think they're the they're flat out more talented team. But uh, well, yeah. and, and to, to Kramer's point, when in doubt, if the teams are if there's a seed disparity and the spread isn't reflecting that, it, I always lean to taking the lower seed. But that just could be because I'm a sharp, I'm a pro better. Yeah, you are a sharp. I see, I see the EV value opportunity. I know all the squares. No offense, Colby. We'll be taking the lower seed. How's Lehigh doing, buddy? Uh, look, uh, wow. they got eliminated All from right. the tournament. They went out on why their are, shield. Why are you? You rubbing? had army against them. Why are you rubbing the salt? Well, Jesus. Uh, look, Washington's a top forty team in steals in the nation. They're also a great offensive rebounding team at ninety eighth. Um, that's going to be the difference. Their athleticism. Utah doesn't have the players yet. It's year one under Craig Smith. Give him some time. He's a good coach, but right now Washington's a better team. If it was a free, Ryan's Ryan's if, really if, torn here because was, there isn't a chalky favorite I he can take. I don't know what to do. If, if it Washington was, was minus five, we'd be all over him. If it was a free throw shooting contest, yeah, I would take Utah every time. It's not. Let's take the Huskies. Oh, thank God. You dub. Plus, you know, I, I not to brag, but you know, the Kramer name does uh, is is on a hall. Uh, on the campus of University of Washington, uh, not really, but kind of. I, you, I have, I have a relative who uh, uh, we you know, let's just say the the family donated a lot of money to the school. The mm. school repaid by. I thought we were Wazoo guys. Discovering, yeah, wow. yeah. discovering a new breed of fish. Should I change my pick, Sean? <laughs> Name the the Walker fish. You can look it up. Anyway, uh, I, I am uh, you know dad's sister married a guy named Walker. All right. Talking futures for Texas the Ranger? for the Pac-12. Uh, look, if you guys want access to the president's suite at University of Washington for a football team, you can, shut, you can shut your fucking mouths right now. I, I mean, if we really want to go up there, I thought we were Washington State guys, so I've never brought it up. Don't don't want to oh, be. I don't oh. want to embarrass them when we walk in with our Cougs gear uh, into the president's suite. So, Oregon <laughs> State, uh, the Beavers, five five hundred to one, three hundred to one for Utah and Cal. Stanford also in that bucket. Washington sixty to one. Arizona State thirty to one. That's yeah, circle that one in pencil. Washington State twenty eight to one with Colorado. Highly specific odds there. Oregon eighteen to one. USC ten to one. And then clearly the market pointing out this is a two horse race. UCLA two fifty five. Arizona minus one thirty five. You know initial thought was, are we, you know, UCLA, we love, I know that, but again, is their mission to win the PAC 12 tournament or is their mission to win? That's what I'm trying to figure out Arizona and UCLA's motivation. Um, You know, Arizona, obviously you, you expect them to make a run in the real tournament. How motivated are they going to be to, to win the PAC 12 tournament? And then if they have, Uh, I assume they'd be playing a game in front of bill Walton. Uh, Is that not enough of a reward for anyone? Uh, I I think you got to go UCLA because, because the, uh, I like that side of the bracket better Arizona side of the bracket. Not only do you get uh, Arizona state and Colorado seem to be coming around as a young, as two young basketball teams. You also get the Oregon ducks who are a preseason quack, top quack. 12 team. They have a ton of talent and they could certainly make a run here as well. The fact that they have to play the extra game is not intriguing to me as far as uh, the futures market, but let's, I mean, Colorado has to play one less game than Oregon and yeah. they're 28 to one Oregon's 18 to one. 
I, I and That's to Kobe's Nike point, right there. doesn't this Colorado team it, don't they just fit the textbook style of a of a team capable of making a conference tournament run? They've won seven out of the eight. Uh, the they best did free- just beat Arizona though. Does Arizona have that circle right. the revenge spot? And certainly that's why it's probably twenty eight to one. But they're the best free throw shooting team in the Pac twelve, best three point shooting uh, team in Pac twelve in conference play. Same with free throws. So. Again, a a good shooting young team that's just figuring out. Maybe some nobody believes in them, and they play one less game than Oregon. See, I it. love the UCLA Colorado matchup, and or way to play the. I features. like yeah. the Pac-12 has a new commissioner. He seems to be savvy to the ways. He's of from the, Vegas. The He's modern a pro world. gambler. And what what better way to have a cheat code, right? Your your conference isn't going to be super reco- respected once again. Come Selection Sunday. Then have a, a team come in, grab the auto bid. You got three teams in, no matter what. I love taking a stab at Washington State and Colorado, both sitting there at twenty-eight to one. I, I know that Washington State has to play an extra game, but I don't think UCLA gives a shit about winning the Pac-12 tourney. I don't think Arizona w- gives a shit about winning the Pac-12 tourney, and U- USC. You know they're the ones that probably are the wrench. In this equation, because if they're motivated, sure they can take it down. But I'm going to make a bet that Washington State shows up nice against Cal and then upsets UCLA. Goes on, go Cougs. I'm kind of leaning into to you you guys on the Colorado side mainly because I love fading whoever wins this Oregon Oregon State game. I, yeah, Oregon feels like a hype team right now. Well, in, in Colorado, hypothetically, Oregon Oregon State they battle it out in a rivalry game. They play the winner of that. And then if they beat them, then there's a decent chance Arizona's playing a rivalry game with Arizona State. So your opponents are coming off like huge rivalry games. Perfect time to fade both those. So teams. give me Arizona. Actually, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna do three, but they're all big: Washington State, Colorado, and Arizona State. Arizona State at thirty to one. Again, uh, as much as I hate the Hurleys and just that face, it's hard to look at. Could I? Could they? Could they shock us here? Uh, I like this play of UCLA plus two fifty five and mm-hmm. Arizona State plus three thousand. Okay, so you're not on your buffs, Colby. They're too young, I think. See, that's why. That's what makes me like the buffs. If Colby's oh. not on them, he's too close to the situation. They haven't been the same team away from Boulder this year, buddy. Um, no, it's twenty eight to one. And do their starting point guard me? Eli Parquet is out for the season. They have. A, they do have this freshman KJ Simpson who's been playing great. Let's go. They're incredibly young. All right. I mean, I'm gonna regret. They're not. too young to know that that all the uh, the 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 pressure lies on this young Buffalo. We're good. Can hope you just right. imagine? I hope you're right. The uh, the Buffaloes of Colorado come stampeding in no. to Las Vegas as they, it. as they go delete across it. the. I like the col- delete it. Delete col- col- I thought Colby was on Colorado. Delete Colorado from my portfolio. Oh, great. I'm the only one, so I can count <laughs> solo. Yeah. Colorado, add uh, UCLA. The I, take. I like your I like your angle there too. Yeah, that's you're adding UCLA. Yeah. Oh wow, what a, uh, what I, a! It's easy to see a tide <laughs> turn. What a small dog energy <laughs> move. We there. all have, for the record, we all have UCLA. So bark, bark on at all of us, Sean. No. All right. Now, uh, keep in mind, Sean, the bracket. Oh. No, no, go ahead. We'll talk about this after the break. We're going. I was going to give you some swack nuggets, so the swack nuggets yeah. can wait. We will be talking swack just a short little bit here. Before we get down to the swack, let's talk about IP Vanish. You're uh, you fire up the old incognito mode on your browser. Why do you, why do you do that? Because you don't want people tracking it. You want it secure. You want your search history hidden. It's between you and the great Google. For not securing your data, though, prying eyes could be getting into it. Hackers, advertisers, ISPs, your old lady, whatever it is, you want to keep your data secure, encrypted. Hide your location. IP Vanish can do it all, and they can do it without slowing down your internet connection. Uh, if you got a Fire Stick, you want to uh, hide the location as well. IP Vanish can help you out with that. Best part is the deal itself is insane. 70% off their yearly plan and a 30 day money back guarantee. You're essentially getting nine months free. All you gotta do is go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. IPvanish.com slash SGP. 
Chat to Joe Neuenfeld in the YouTube <laughs> chat saying, "Holy shit, I can't keep up with all your pods." Not me neither. Pod gods. I know it's weird. It's almost like they're going to slow down when we get out to Vegas. It's going to be a nice relaxing vacation. All right. We got a uh, SWAC, the Southwestern Athletic Conference on deck. Sean, be uh, keep in mind the paper bracket in front of you is both the women's and men's bracket. This really threw the database for a loop. So uh, we're looking at the men's bracket. Today. Why couldn't you separate the two? Well, I, you know, talk Swag, to, give talk me a to phone call. All right. I, I'm not really good with computers, but I think I can accomplish this. It is presented by uh, cricket wireless and mountain dew. Wow. Just f- filling up all the real estate. <laughs> well, in the South mountain dew goes off the, the shelves. Like <laughs> we got a noon tip for the first game on Wednesday, Jackson state, the seven seed taking on Texas Southern. Texas Southern, the two seed minus four second favorite to win it all to win the conference Colby, uh, which, which way we lean in here. We going to stray hands. alma alma mater. Oh man. I, 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 yeah, I guess Yeah, we, we, <laughs> if you recall, was it last year or two? Yeah. It must've been last year. They were in a play in game. Am I am I correct in saying that? And we, I feel like Sean and I both had money. It was on a couple of years ago when they had okay. Mike Davis. He Pre-pandemic. bounced to Detroit. Right. But uh, you look at that. Yeah, I think you got to take it. I mean, the Texas Southern's eight and two in their last ten. They beat this Jackson State team by fifteen on February twenty sixth. Jackson State three hundred fifty fourth in the nation in free throw percentage. They have won three straight, and they are the best rebounding team in the SWAC. Remember that this is the team that had snacks. No, yes. I was yeah. right. They beat Mount St. Mary's in the tourney. You're welcome. That was when they had Mike. Davis. Sean and I won some money. Yeah, this was last year. Oh, uh, last year. And then okay. they got their ass beat by Michigan. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Jackson State. I know I pointed out the free throw percentage and how bad it is, but they got a little bit of heat, and they are the best rebounding team in the SWAC and the revenge factor. So I'm going Jackson State here, catching the four. No, I'm going to stay chalky. Chalk it up. Second game, six thirty PM. Uh, we're coming to you live from the Bartlow Arena in beautiful Birmingham, Alabama. Prairie View A and M, the eight seed, taking on Alcorn State, the one seed. This is a pick. I still want to know what happened to Steve McNair. I, I, fucking, I don't know how you listen to that podcast and don't think something else happened. How are you not taking Alcorn State? Here? I, Why is this a pick? I, I almost want to double check. That They've won six in a row. They're fifteen and fifteen. Best offensive efficiency in the SWAC. Prairie View is eight and eighteen. They've lost three in a row. Did something happen we don't know about? Prairie View turns the ball over the most in the SWAC. They are good offensive rebounding, and they are the best three-point shooting team. Colby, what happens when something stinks a little bit though? I'm not doing it with Prairie View, dude. Give me Steve McNair's Alcorn State Braves. Let's go. You know what? If it stinks, you got to stay away. Give me Prairie View A and M. I can't make a great case for it, uh, but uh, I think they just just lost the player. Oh no, I'm on the wrong year now. Jesus Christ! (laughs) Yeah, I I don't understand how you don't. I mean, I'm with you guys. Prairie View A and M, best three point shooting team in the SWAC. Why aren't they favored? Best offensive rebounding team in the SWAC. But why aren't they favored? Because they turn the ball over the most and they've lost three in a row. Okay. I'm going. I'm going Prairie View A and M. This feels like a. A classic sharp zag. Mm, mm. These lines are all kind of iffy. I feel like uh, this one stinks too. I'd say all of them that I see. You think they all stink? I think they do. These are real lines. Like you can bet this right <laughs> now. Head over to winbet.com. Bet big, win bigger. Win Al- bet. Alcorn State. No, yeah, obviously. It's kind of chalky, but uh, I'm going out. St- you still find the chalk, right? <laughs> You're like one of those uh, truffle pigs, but instead you find chalky favorites wherever they're buried. Kramer's going to find them. High value animal you're talking about right there, truffle pig. Grambling is it Grambling or Grambling State? I don't know. Either one work. All right, this and these are on Thursday, the tenth. Now Grambling taking on Southern, a six-three matchup. Southern big favorite, minus seven. This one doesn't even make sense. The last time they played Grambling one by four. I mean, what do you you think's going on right now with these numbers? Gimme Grambling plus seven. We are the sports Grambling podcast. I uh, (laughs) oh, I like that. They've lost four in a row, but that's why they're getting a ton of points. And again, this is in my sweet spot: four to seven point dogs who hit their free throws. Yes, please. Best free throw percentage in the SWAC: seventy three percent. 
chalk. Southern's going to turn them over. I agree. Southern's like the one team that I've trusted, uh, you know, in this conference, night in, night out over the the season. Give me the Southern Jaguars yeah. minus the points. Tremendously bad matchup. Oh, I love I love how much offense. how I'm going to dominate you guys in this SWAC conference tournament. <laughs> Sean is a, a man talking a hefty amount of shit, and I, I I was believing it until I actually ran the numbers and and see that his overall record is uh, just lock percentage only. Let's go. Let's uh, it's it's pretty uh, pretty pretty damning. All right, last one. 6:30 p.m. on Thursday again. Still in Birmingham, we got Alabama A&M taking on Florida A&M. The four-five matchup. Florida A&M laying a point. Which uh, which one of these uh, A&M schools you taking? Oh man, this is tough. I mean, if you look at momentum, it, Alabama A&M seven and three in their last ten. Florida A&M has been the better team most of the year, but they're just five and five in their last 10 plus A&M uh, Alabama A&M beat Florida A&M by eight on February 21st. And it's been that Alabama A&M defense 85th yeah. in the nation. Their and defense is good, but they're also worst in the conference in offensive efficiency, <laughs> worst field goal percentage <laughs> in the swack. They did finish hot, but I'm going Florida A&M very experienced team. Six most experienced team in the nation. Wow. Conference tournament time, you're gonna lean on experience. I think you're right. Give me, give me, uh, give me the Rattlers. Not to mention uh, Alabama A&M. Not just bad; they're like bottom three bad in uh, adjusted efficiency, effective field goal percentage, three point percentage, two point percentage. <laughs> There's and the great John checking in. Florida A&M Rattlers. Let's fucking go. I don't know how. Again, I don't know who's betting Alabama A&M here. So <laughs> let's go full. The SWAC is a chalky conference for me, as per usual. Yeah, I mean, Ryan, did you you know? So you never met a favorite I, you didn't like. What are we doing? La- grabbing a point with this horrible a and Alabama A and M offense heading over the odds. They're thirty to one. Uh, Grambling fifteen to one. Florida A and M twelve to one. Jackson State plus nine fifty. Prairie View eight to one. Alcorn State plus four fifteen. As the one seed, Texas Southern plus two seventy five and Southern plus two forty five. This is interesting to me. This is because look, you got Southern, who I think has been the best team all year. When you watch when on eye test, yeah, Alcorn State those really came on late, and then you have Florida A and M. Sean just mentioned their experience; they're getting great value for a four seed. I think this conference might actually there's the the value is there for the. Uh, for you to not to not go chalk Kramer. I know you like chalk. Yeah, I'm 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 going uh, I'm with you Kobe. I'm going Florida A&M at at 12 to 1. I think that's going to be my only play just cuz uh, I don't know if Southern and and Texas Southern Alcorn State. I mean Alcorn State again, they're plus 415 to win the conference tournament and yet they're a pick against Prairie View A&M. <laughs> uh, I mean, what am I missing here? So if Prairie View A&M can knock them off, then Florida A and M can beat Prairie View A and M. I would think. Um, what we're dealing with here is the worst conference in college basketball. Yeah, but that's why. That's why I think I'm going to just take Florida A and M at twelve to one. It does and make, ride that. I, I don't want any of these other chalky plays. I want Southern plus two forty five yeah, and that's Florida A and M plus twelve hundred. I just want Southern. I, I'm with you, Colby. I think Southern the cream rises to the top. You gotta try, you, trust the eyesight. And when you look at the conference, there's not too many teams you feel like, oh yeah, those they're, they're like they're a legit good team. Uh, I think Southern's defense is one of those units you can say like that. That's that's a good team. They do. Southern does have best defensive efficiency in the SWAC, best three point defense. I'm not going to take it though. I, there's just I so much bad offense at this conference. It's, yeah, it's it feels like it could go to anyone. I mean, with the exception of maybe Alabama A and M. Who again? The 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 future prices and the round one prices are crazy different. Alabama A and M is only getting one point against Florida A and M. Alabama A and M's thirty to one. Florida A and M's twelve to one. The what odd, the hell am I missing? Since you bring it up, it does like the whole the the odds in general seem off compared to some of the other. T- and I think it's just purely it's just it's a bad conference. That's what they're saying. I bet you the limits are lower too, Sean. All right. Do we want to talk about the women's swag? I printed it out. No. All right. oh. Shout out to women. Not Happy International wow. Women's Day. You know what women love? 
horse racing DFS. You can get down on it over at StableDuel.com. Win as much as twenty-five thousand dollars with one entry. That would be pretty awesome. Twenty-five grand. I mean, the sweat is real. We we did our a live stream Saturday with Malcolm. It was a ton of fun, firing up the ponies. And again, you don't have to know all like the try box, the buy, the win play show. You just a similar like putting together a um, you know an NFL DK lineup. You just you know you find some value horses, some chalkier plays. It's uh, so much fun. Ton of strategy. We have a bunch of articles covering uh, on how to win. Bunch of free picks in our horse racing Slack and over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Download now over at stableduel.com. See how many winners you can pick in your stable. I'll see you in the winner's circle. Play, race, win. Stableduel.com. <laughs> it's back, baby. Was dialed in. Got I feel good, like you need to got a good night's rest. You need like a, another moment on the the pause of you just opened eyed looking into the camera. Just just allow the audience to have a slightly longer moment with you. Big East, the granddaddy of them all, Madison Square Garden. Uh, for my money, still the best conference tournament out there. Played in the right location. Butler, the nine seed. Xavier, the eight seed. One thirty p.m. On Wednesday, goddamn tomorrow. Wednesday is going to be a glorious day of watching basketball. Minus five and a half for Xavier. Uh, my heart loves Xavier because they. I've had some magical moments. Of course, Xavier was part of the greatest Gus Johnson call uh, in the history of the world. Uh, oh no! Shout out for Kansas. Uh, Kansas State was there as well. I don't know if Z- I don't know if Xavier should be laying this many points though. I agree. Uh, Butler almost knocked them off what the last time they played. I think Xavier won by two. Uh, Xavier ever since really Fremantle's gotten healthy. He was one of their best players from a year ago. They haven't been able to find the right fits. They seem just out of sync. The only thing is Butler has lost five in a row, including a really bad loss to uh, Nova there. Uh, yeah, but but Xavier, we would be talking about Xavier's losing streak of six in a row if Georgetown had happened to not be on the, the schedule there at the end. But Xavier last eight in, this is a big game for them. It is, and I think in some ways that can make it a bit tighter. I know typically I like that motivation angle. I just don't like the form they're in, and I think sometimes when bad teams press, it, it gets worse. And to your point, the reason they're struggling is they don't like the rotation isn't there, right? Like they don't feel like that team. And this time of year, you need to be there. Now, is Butler that much better? No, but again, five and a half points too many. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm sh- Ryan. You're taking a dog here, right? Right, right off the bat, just go wow. firing on a dog. I mean, you know, this is Big East basketball. It's going to be physical. They're going to let them play. Uh, and, and again, it's not like Xavier has. I mean, second worst three point shooting team in the Big East. Uh, th- they do have some length, but again, to your point, they lost five in a row uh, before that last game against Georgetown. When Georgetown's and they horrible. beat Butler both times, so I I, I think Butler is going to have a massive motivation for this game, and I love that they they're getting five and a half points. Yeah, I'll take Butler in the five and a half. Oh, it's it, right it, on that. It's right on it. I feel like I think Xavier's going to have a two or three point lead. Thirty seconds left, and we're going to have to sweat. And. Uh, uh, youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. The chat cousin Mush pointing out, he will be in the building semis oh, wow. and finals to represent Friar nation, assuming Providence will beat the winner of Xavier Butler and assuming, I mean, they got to win a game. So he's, he's making a strong claim right there. I, I D- hope he didn't mush the friars already. D money 34 checking in uh, on the YouTube chat saying, I hear a lot of chatter about Marist minus two and a half <laughs> being a lock. Must have listened to last night's show. I was all over uh, Marist. I'm pretty sure. Yes, I think we you picked were, too right? many games. You have to just go. They're to, all running together. You have to go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/college/basketball-picks. Uh, we got them all up here. Yes, Marist minus two and a half was one of my locks. Let's go. Yep, I'm also on Marist. Uh, I don't think I locked it up, but so that's probably a good sign. Wow. Got coming him. at you. Got him. I mean, I in what category is Sean beating me? He's focused conference on conference tournament locks. <laughs> Very specific thing that he's slightly beating me at. Unbelievable. All right, DePaul, the ten seed. St. John's, the seven seed. Four p.m. Wednesday. Another five and a half point spread. St. John's. 
they lead the nation in tempo. It's not always a good thing, but uh, you know, I I think to I think you can put to for me, DePaul is in the same bucket uh, as Georgetown. Whoa, whoa, trash team. I know they're having a I better mean, that, season. That is that is harsh. I that know is they're being having a really harsh. I know too. they're well, having. DePaul is not shooting the ball well, not playing good offense, not but it, to but, call them Georgetown. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they just beat St. John's last time they played on, on the 27th of February by five. They beat Marquette. I mean, this team has played a lot better. Colby's family. It's like, oh, Jesus, I'm on DePaul oh, and the points. Really? Yeah. What, what's the case for DePaul Colby? They've been uh, Stubblefields came in. He's brought a, a new life to this program. They, they even won some of those games without their leading scorer, Javon Freeman Liberty. And uh, yeah, like I said, they just played St. John's and beat them. No. Yep. You know what? Uh, I was leaning St. John's, but then I remembered my my. You know, if you're going to take a four uh, four to seven point favorite, they need to hit their free throws. St. John's does not qualify. 305th in the nation, worst in the Big this East. Is true. Uh, both games between DePaul and St. John's uh, def- only decided by five points. So you would have covered both times with DePaul plus five and a half. With DePaul winning one of those games outright. St. John's is St. John's. St. John's is also. Um, oh, I didn't. Did, did I make my pick yet? No, uh, they Saint, are the favorite. St. St. <laughs> John's is also not great away from home, but yeah, I, I'm I'm fading to Paul. Come on, you don't think the the big the big wigs over at Fox uh, want to see a St. John's Villanova matchup in the Garden? They can promote Thursday, March 10th, because uh, that's who the winner faces. And DePaul Villanova is just not quite as sexy. Next up, the six eleven matchup: Seton Hall catching the aforementioned Georgetown for a chance to play UConn. A lot of fraudulent teams we're talking about right here. Seton Hall laying ten and a half. Jesus, I I don't. You can't take. I, I don't care what the number is. You can't bet on Georgetown. So give me UConn, or I'm uh, sorry, give me Seton Hall. <laughs> what, what I mean, I've never seen such weird. So what was that Patrick uh, Ewing tweet where he's like? Any news about me or my coaching future will come from me or the University of Georgetown. Uh, here's the thing that's fucked up. Patrick Ewing loved him as the, as a Nick, and then he went and like was an assistant coach on a number of benches in the NBA. And yeah. when he got this job, people were like, "Yeah, he paid his dues. He actually like went and he was a, he was a star coaching player." Coaching in the NBA is but, completely different no, than no, coaching I, in college I, basketball. I know, but yeah. but. But to see how you actually horribly, coach in college, what is it? What is yeah. it? What is he worse at, Colby? Coaching or recruiting? Uh, he seems to be a bit of a dinosaur. And I mean, actually, the first class he brought in it was, was pretty exciting. Yeah, but People. then they transferred out. James Akinyo, you seen him at Baylor. Matt McClung was at Texas Tech last year. Uh, you can go on and on and on about how many transfers, but he hasn't adapted well to the transfer portal. Uh, but in, in reality, it's consistency. Uh, I, I, no, 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 no. I'm still taking Georgetown, buddy. Oh yeah, uh, I was gonna say I'm on. Yeah. I'm on Georgetown as well. Uh, even though it's they, even they play chipping. They've been doing this all year where they don't win, but they lose by eight uh, everywhere, pretty much. Yeah, they only um, lost by eight to uh, Seton Hall last time they played March second. Yeah, no, it's only five. Sorry, uh, yeah, five. But then, then you look at and I mean they, they Nova they lose by eight. That was in Philadelphia. You go. They they somehow hang around just enough in a lot of these that I think we have to take the Hoyas. Uh, I don't know what you guys are doing right now. Kramer's laying ten and a half with Seton Hall. I Uh, mean, I'm not going to lock this, but it does feel pretty good. Come on, I mean Seton Hall going to bolster their their uh, their seating. They they see a vulnerable UConn. Georgetown won this tournament last year. We all recall uh, that, right? Yes. This and this is Madison Square Garden. You guys are crazy. You think the fans aren't ready to root for it's Pat Ewing? No, we're ready. Well, secu- gonna, will security uh, let him in? <laughs> he needs to be put say, down. Is he going to be in the stadium? <laughs> it might be time for him to be. It's put a lot down. of there's a lot of seven foot Jamaicans walking around uh, uh, outside of Madison Square Garden. Apparently, Sean. <laughs> the one second <laughs> round matchup, jerk chicken on a stick. <laughs> the quarterfinal matchup we are aware of: Creighton, Creighton, Marquette. Some serious private schools here. Shaka. Do we like Shaka here getting a, as a small favorite minus one? Uh, how do you bet on on Creighton? Right. Well, they've been playing good. I mean, they've. I guess the the story with Creighton has been just the fact they've played so much better 
in a year that you didn't think they would. This was supposed to be a, a you know he brought in a big class, but they thought they would struggle this year. Marquette, similar fashion. Uh, no one had him there, uh, but I do say Creighton's injury with Nebhard on yes. the road, the point guard injury, always brutal in college basketball. Give me the Golden Eagles. Yeah, this is actually a good spot for Marquette. To Col- Colby's point, you know, replacing a point guard. You have a big game in Madison Square Garden. That's tough. And then you look at all the the shooting stuff, the offensive stuff. Marquette is lights out. Second best free throw, second best three point, best of effective field goal percentage in the Big East, and a revenge spot for Marquette. Yeah, Creighton and their defense isn't, isn't yeah. bad as well. I mean, I, I see why they're a small favorite, but I I still like them a lot at minus one. Yeah, no, I mean, I I think I just think you can't play Creighton. I mean, I mean, they, well, they might, are getting points. So. I mean, it's it's a small, it's a small, it's a it's a it's a, it's a tiny, it's barely a dog show. All right, futures. Georgetown five hundred to one. Interesting. Butler five hundred to one. DePaul sixty to one. Xavier twenty to one. That is crazy that Georgetown won it last year and is five hundred to one this year. Because they're fucking. Uh, No, I mean I don't. I don't disagree with the odds. They were horrible last year, (laughs) and they they went. They got hot. Yeah, and then Wahab transferred to Maryland. Saint John's players left. Fifteen to Saint John's has better odds to win this tourney than. Creighton. What does that say? Seton Hall nine to one. Marquette seven to one. Providence six to one. UConn four seventy five. Villanova one fifty. Why do they continue continue to disrespect this Providence team? Yeah, and that side of the bracket's awesome. Why? Like to me, if you're taking Nova or UConn, you have a battle because you're going to have to go through either St. John's or DePaul, and then Seton Hall potentially. Like UConn might have it the worst. Say you might have to go uh, through UConn, Seton Hall, frogs. Villanova, and whoever shows up on the other side of the bracket. Uh, I think your play is to take first off. The, I mean, Providence getting 600. Yes, ah. let's take that. And also, as a dog, I think you take you stay on that same side of the bracket, and you either go with Marquette or Xavier. I'm going to go. Dog. I'm gonna go with uh, let's go Xavier plus plus two thousand. You think they could beat Providence? They took them to triple overtime in Providence. What two weeks ago? Yeah, that was a crazy game. I mean, I'm going. I'm with you, Colby. I I like Providence as a team. I think they're going to be fun to bet on the real tournament. Uh, and at six to one, I, I see some value. I Nova could obviously very easily win this thing out, you know, and coast. But at plus one fifty. I don't really see a ton of value because to your point, they're going to have tough games throughout the entire thing. And at plus one fifty, I mean, they might be, you know, they'll probably be like minus one twenty five, minus one forty in the championship game. I would rather just bet on Nova to cover the spread in the championship if they get that far than like yeah. plus one fifty at the tournament. I and I'm with you on Providence, and then I also like Marquette as far as um, I like the Marquette angle too. Yeah, they are on the same side of the bracket, but uh, I'm I'm gonna let it go here. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Providence at six to one, Marquette seven to one. Well, if I mean, you're if you're a Nova fan, what you're hoping for is for Seton Hall to 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 knock off Georgetown and then knock off UConn because UConn has the front court where that's Nova's clear cut weakness. That's why they lost to no. They're to a UConn. bad matchup for Villanova. Yeah, so you're just trying to avoid that, but that's why I'm trying to stay out of that part of the bracket because I could see uh, many scenarios happening there. What um, are your thoughts on Seton Hall? I think they're I think they're pretty good. But see to me I'm gonna I'm gonna pair Seton Hall with Providence and that's gonna be my But Seton Hall's in that side of the bracket. I I, like you're telling me they would have to go first off they beat Georgetown, which I think they will do. What do you mean? Of course they will do. But but they gotta beat UConn, Nova, and then Providence Uh, or Marquette. UConn is a bad matchup for Villanova, but I think they're fraudulent against everyone else. But why wouldn't you play with uh, what Seton Hall's plus nine hundred? Why wouldn't you at at plus seven hundred take Marquette? Because if it's one less game and they're on the right side of the bracket. Like Providence plays a shit ton of close games. Because I think Providence is going to be in the finals. Okay. Because I think this Providence team, like, I don't know why all of a sudden we have completely released our dependence on like teams knowing how to fucking win, and it matters more in basketball than even football. And this Providence team, I mean, like, I took Providence to win. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm saying t- feel free to t- try to take away like play the regression angle. Like lots of close games. We're going to see this regress in a single elimination format, you know, or maybe they know how to win games. So in a single elimination format, they'll keep surviving and advancing. We all saw the goddamn NC state documentary. All right. We know what that looks like. Let's go. I love this Providence. What's the Providence future uh, to win the championship? Whoa. 
That's a, uh, it's gotta be juicy. I love that. But yeah, I'm, I am going to take a piece of this Seton hall team because I, I think they, I think they have some, uh, they mm. have enough kind of confidence on that team. And I don't think UConn's that good. I think UConn is only good for, for a matchup against Villanova. Are you taking DePaul? to Paul? You're to Paul. Uh, to uh, no, I took Xavier as my dog. Xavier is my dog. Buddy. That's a big dog. Yeah. Let DMX fair. let him let him speak. Oh man, conference tournament time, March Madness time, perfect time to head over propswap.com. Make sure you get, fire up the PropSwap account now. Make sure you sign up there. Use that promo code SGP. Get an instant deposit match up to five hundred dollars. Perfect time buy and sell the best sports bets. And uh, again, you you have a couple of these long shot conference tournaments. You want to get you get to the championship. You want to guarantee yourself a profit. Sell that ticket. You're good to go. Or you can uh, go for two. That's right, go for two. When you're over at WinBet, buying, uh, getting down on some tickets, get two tickets, one for you and uh, one you can sell over at PropSwap.com. Make sure you use that promo code SGP. Get that instant deposit batch up to five hundred dollars. All right, it's done. Eighty to one. I just took Providence to win it all. To win it all. Oh my god. I don't I like generally it. advise uh, those types of bets, but I love this team. They are so fun to root for. Oh man, should I? What Texas Tech's only is twenty-five to one. Mm-hmm. All right, where are we at? The Miac going down to the seven-five-seven. I think. Are, are, where is this being played? Norfolk, Virginia. Shout out to the seven-five-seven. Uh, Coach Pry has us coming back. Virginia Tech's taking it back over. Norfolk State, little home cooking here. Minus 16 and a half. Take it. As the one seed versus <laughs> Delaware State. Take it. They're at home. It's it's hard to not want to take. I mean, they're also like a very uh like clear cut. Are they the clear cut team in this conference? Like, is there really yes. much to talk we, about? I mean, Howard's act? actually been all right too, but uh, uh Delaware State, third worst team in the country, according to Ken Pop. But they're the best at shooting the three in the MIAC. No, no. I mean, do they get some garbage points? No. They beat Regent by fifty-four points on November sixteenth. You're telling me that means nothing? Regent's not a Division One school, buddy. Uh, <laughs> does that matter? Uh, yes, it does. Uh, Look, okay, it's Norfolk State. This is the classic uh, six. We're probably going to see him play in a play-in game. Uh, Sixteen seeds. No, we've seen them seniors. win. Remember, they were yeah. a fifteen. That was at Florida. They knocked off. Seniors all over the, the seniors and juniors all over the team. I mean, this is this is the kind of team that you 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 back. They know what they have to do here. This is all business, uh, and I think the the easiest way to take care of business is roll it up early. I love the first half in this one as well, Sean. Give me the chalk. Yes. Oh my god. And and if you're gonna go dog, I think you gotta go. I don't think anyone after the top three can win. So I, I'm gonna say North Carolina Central. They have a uh, one of the one of the more slept-on basketball coaches in America, and Lavelle well, Moat. Well, let's let's yeah. get to the rest of the games before you hop ahead. Oh, yeah. oh I'm sorry. I'm that sorry. was the 3 p.m. Yeah, matchup. Sorry. That Colby wants to get to this. <laughs> I haven't had my coffee yet. Wants to get to this Pitt Panthers BC. You're damn was, right I do. Well, we got basketball uh, right now that we're I know missing. we're competing. Uh, five, that was 3 p.m. This is 5:30 p.m. on the West Coast. Coppin State, the seven seed, taking on Howard, the two seed. Howard minus six. Shout out Gus Johnson. He's the only um, the alumni that I know. Oh, no. I'm sure Colby has a million other ones, but uh, Howard uh, as the the chalk here, Colby. Uh, obviously, is where I'm going to look first. As I mentioned, I think this conference is is one of those conferences where you you have Norfolk State and then you have everyone else. Uh, is can I don't think Howard can compete, but it sounds like you do. Yeah, I do. Uh, I mean, Coppin State has actually impressed me a couple times too that I've watched them, but I, I do think I'm going to take Howard minus the points here. Oh, Howard almost beat Notre Dame out right. Um, they can play, and uh, by the way, Jay Walker. They just got their ass beat. Howard Bison by Norfolk State. Norfolk did did Coppin yeah. State beat Howard both meetings? I think they beat him uh, yes. at least one of them. Yeah. Yes, four point victory uh, at home. Coppin State's not bad on the college experience one. I, yeah, I was and taking third, third, twenty two hundred. Miak yeah. and defensive efficiency. Uh, Howard does hit their free throws, so they would qualify as a six point favorite. But I'm going Coppin State. 
I think they play uh play defense and they're they're solid. <laughs> I mean Yeah, you know what? I'll I'll go with I you. I think you swayed me too. Give me Calvin yeah. plus I, the points. Mainly because I think that it's like it there's two tiers, Norfolk State and then everyone else. And Kramer, you're you're taking Coppin State? Oh yeah. There's a plus next to there. I know. It's it, the number is too big. This is like a three point game. South Carolina State, the five seed. They're taking on Morgan State, the four seed. Uh, we've seen Morgan State in the tourney before. 3 p.m. on Thursday, so we've jumped ahead a day. Uh, this is a one point uh, projected number coming from the line originating team here. It's the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Colby. Bulldog it up. Yeah. Number one rebounding team in the nation, offensively, that is. Third overall. And they're second in defensive efficiency. They won both meetings against SC State. Very experienced, coming in hot, winning four in a row. And you gotta like how they shoot the three ball at three hundred forty second in the nation, Sean. I love it. No, they they <laughs> play defense and they shoot the three ball. Or no way, they don't. No, no, no. Uh, they're very bad at the three yeah. ball. But they're they're good at rebounding and defense. That's all you need. And they're experienced. Yeah, I'm I'm going with them. Defensive defense wins championships. In college basketball, give me South Carolina State against Morgan State. What are you doing here? Oh, you're taking South Carolina. South State. Carolina yeah. State. They, yeah, the Bulldogs. They I'm are. Going, I'm going Morgan. They State. are the worst uh, two point shooting team in the nation. Like the color is so bright red, it's hard to see. Uh, Morgan <laughs> State is not not much better, uh, but boy, th- to to me, there, there's one area again when you have really bad teams. What really pops off the screen, and again, I'm going to give Ken Palm a free plug. When you see the turnover differential of a top a top 13 squad in Morgan State's defense and a bottom 20 percent uh, squad in South Carolina State, they can't score when they have the ball, and, and and they give it away. Like that to me is how you how you have a number. I mean, minus one lock potential Morgan State. All right, last one. Real quick, uh, no. got some uh, WCC basketball or yeah, West Coast Conference. Uh, Gonzaga, St. Mary's, Colby. Can um, no. St. Mary's get another upset? No, they no. just played a week ago. Gonzaga's St. Mary's got late. the upset. Lay uh, the points, especially Zags didn't cover. Points. They didn't cover against San Francisco last night. I expect them to have this one. Circled. It does feel like they're going to be yeah. uh, a team on a mission. I guess you go chalk there and lay it. Go with Mike Holmgren's son, Chad Holmgren. He's so much more fit. It's amazing they're related. Uh, it's now thirteen, so uh, you know I, I already got down. Related. I, I know. I, oh, okay. I already got down. Thank you for letting me know. I already got down on twelve. I got the the best of the number. Got the obviously. sharp. Yeah, true tout over here. Always getting the best of the number. Never tell him you got the worst of the number. Closing line value five thirty. On Thursday, here in the Pacific Time Zone, Maryland Eastern Shore, the six seed, taking on North Carolina Central, the three seed. Another projected one point spread. Colby, which which way are you leaning here? You know, Eastern Shore back like they almost knocked off UConn back in uh, back in uh, I think it was early December. But at the same time, I Fraudulent just touched on UConn. this. Uh, Lavelle Moton, I think, is one of the best coaches in college basketball. I think he's underrated. I think he should be. Uh, but shit, he should be getting paid more. Uh, gig, so been there since 2010. He's a damn good coach, man. And then he gets North Carolina Central. Uh, I think he gets the maximum out of them. I'm gonna trust the coaching. Give me NCC to get the dub. going. Uh, Maryland Eastern Shore. Colby pointed out they kept it tight against UConn. I also like that they're ninth in the nation enforcing turnovers. Oh, now they're bad as free throw shooting team and most things on offense. Yes, uh, <laughs> but they did split the series with NC Central, so I, I'm going to take them and the plus one. Well, and again, you you you, you circle that like, hey, they're they're number nine in the country and turning you turning teams over in North Carolina Central is literally bottom three. Again, junk teams. These they're all, they're all. Uh, so if you can't take care of, although I guess this goes both ways because North Carolina Central will turn you over. Which one's the favorite? Central. All right, I need more dogs on my card. Give me Maryland Eastern Shore. You knew that was coming. <laughs> one point dog bragging about your one point dog. All right, time for the lock. Wait, lock. no, no, we got to do oh, futures, right. for, futures the, for, for the for the Miacs. Delaware State, the eight seed, five hundred to one. They really have zero chance. Uh, Maryland Eastern Shore, six seed, thirty to one. South Carolina State, twenty-five to one. Coppin State, the seven seed, twenty-two to one. Morgan State, 
12 to one North Carolina central eight twenty five. Wow. Okay. Uh, so maybe they should be favored by more in that first round matchup. Howard plus three seventy five and Norfolk State minus one sixty. I uh, just put it all on Norfolk State. The Coppin State angle is interesting because they beat Howard twice. Yep, that's fine. If they were to do it a third time, minus one sixty. You know, maybe you take a shot on that. But uh, yeah, I'll take a small sprinkle on Coppin State at twenty two to one, and obviously Norfolk is the uh, play if you're trying to win. Yeah, I'm going Norfolk and I'm going NC Central. I mean, what's that Ooh. money line? What's the Norfolk State money line? Minus a thousand, minus fifteen hundred. Like, how much? What? What's the number going to be next round? You know, like I, I think. Oh, you're saying compensate. You're better off just betting them on the money line. No, I was actually I was wondering out loud if Norfolk State is like this is a better number than you would get in their mechanical, uh, because I, I think typically you find that on the chalk side. And if they're going to be laying, would they be laying double digits against just about everyone but Howard? Maybe Central, you can make the case, but yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, like that's that's an area where I think you you almost have to t- like I'm gonna you have to bet Norfolk State. That's the angle, and I don't think I don't think you play a dog. You play the dog in the game. You hedge in the game because no, you play North Carolina Central. Dude, Howard on the other will side be, of the bracket. Howard's gonna be three seventy five more than three seventy five against Norfolk State. Well, what happens if Norfolk State gets upset by South Carolina State or something, huh? I'm just saying in each matchup. So Norfolk State, the money line in this game, Delaware State's going to be like ten to one, right? Yeah, well, you don't bet on Delaware State, but that's how you hedge yeah. the bet. You oh, you get a ten to one there. Oh, the next round, what are they going to be versus South Carolina State? Six to one, you know, like probably. Yeah, th- that's the my point. You just take Norfolk State, and if you get worried one round, hedge it out. Now, time for the lock, 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 and dog. Someone's happy. We need to adjust the sound drop. To, someone suggested maybe we put the dog in the middle to break up the locks. Uh, who knew? Lock fatigue. I don't have lock fatigue. No, I'm just getting warmed up. I feel that lactic acid brewing. All right, let's go. Major conference lock. We know what to do here. Give me. Arizona State, uh, total fate of Stanford, and it's chalk, so it fits my model. Uh, for the SWAC, Southern is the best team. Southern's laying a big number here, so I'm going to get off of them for the lock. Give me Texas Southern minus the four. More comfortable with that smaller number against Jackson State. Back to the major conferences, Sean. You got it. Let's just. You guys are crazy for taking Georgetown. Lock up Seton Hall, big chalk. And for the MIAC, Norfolk State. Uh, come on. Come on. Dog. <laughs> two, two double digit favorites. <laughs> dog in the, dog like is Coppin State on the money line. I told oh, you okay. there's there's two tiers in this conference. Uh, and so the fact that we can get a plus 250 here, I, I absolutely love it. All right, let's see. I'm gonna have a little fun here. No, that was sorry. Mine just to qualify. Mine was serious. Yeah, <laughs> serious picks only. Ryan doesn't have fun on the show. I'll go. Uh, I'll go. You know what? I'll go Oregon State plus eleven for my pack twelve lock. And real quick, Sean, while you're thinking about the next one, we have some first half touting uh, in mm. the chat going on for the BC game. So. Shout out to Nick Fortune. Looks like he won some money. Uh for the swag, give me Florida A and M, co-signed by the great and all powerful John, which uh <laughs> John's on a Florida A and M. You just know you gotta ride uh with him as well. <laughs> for my lock in the Big East, I'm going I lo- I really like Marquette. I also like DePaul. I'm gonna go um and I don't mind Butler as well. Jeez, this is tough. I'm gonna go Marquette. Small favorite here, Marquette Lane one, and for the Miac, I'm going uh, Coppin plus six. That's too high. They're they're a decent enough team to hang around. And for my dog, mm, so many so many dogs, so little time. Do I go? Uh, do I go back to the Big East? I mean, I think Oregon State's going to be a live dog. And uh, fuck it, let's go. Oregon State on the money line, Beaver Fever. That'll just be. It's just gonna be a fun one. 
Colby. Uh, lock up Arizona State in the Pac-12 minus three and a half. Yeah. Well, welcome to the party, Colby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Um, I'm a body pooper. <laughs> Remember Arnold in uh, Kindergarten Cop? Uh, <laughs> you're not allowed forget. to watch that in Oregon. Uh, so uh, then, wow. then uh, give me what are we doing here? Let's go with uh, Alcorn State. Ride that momentum. Mm. John's you also want to know what, what what happened to Steve McNair? I like it. Uh, in the Big East, I'm going to go with Marquette. I think Creighton's without their point guard play against a defensive team that Shaka Smart coaches. I think they'll have a, a huge advantage there. You guys getting worried about how easy that pick looks? Yeah. In the MIAC, I'm going with North Carolina Central. Like I said, Lavelle Moton. He's been there, done that. He'll find a way to get out of that game with a dub. That's a hell of a name too. Uh, for the dog spot. Let's go. Let's go to a team that's disappointed all year. St. John's has been a disappointment. DePaul ends their season, puts them put Ooh, puts them out of misery. I like that one too. Yeah. That was I knew that was coming. Colby likes something like irrationally. He's got a his St. John's. Likes I, I, I came into also, the season think, all excited about him. They've been dog shit all year. I think you play Butler and DePaul on the money line. One of those caches. I think you're. I think it could be on something. Maybe both. There's yeah. something Colby loves about DePaul. We have to. We have to identify <laughs> it. I'm just. I want to warn the audience. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for this <sighs> edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Don't worry, we'll be back later this afternoon, live on YouTube as well. Yep. Cranking out more college basketball conference tournaments. We got SEC, Southland, Big Ten, Big Twelve. Oh, so many, so many good ones. They all start on Wednesday too. It's unbelievable. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the Muddy Green, and he is Ryan. Uh, yep, marathons continuing on. Kramer, let it ride.